Hey everybody, welcome to the show. This week we're discussing how to deal with jet lag. Coming to you live from the Bob Early Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're watching The Trip. This is The Trip, episode 32, for the week of September 23rd, 2015. The Trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's show. I'm Jenny Lynn. And I am Tess Eccles. And back in the nook is our producer. What's his name? He's a new guy. That new guy, Craig Williams. Craig Williams. Hello. Wow, that came out. That was a little embarrassing. Hi, thanks for having me. It's not my first time on the show, but it is my first time on camera on the show. True. And we're going to take advantage of that. I will be. How so? I will be talking to you and expecting responses. I I can do that. Okay. Yeah. Watch your phrasing on that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ew, no. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. This is all about jet lag. Uh, you guys have, I'm sure, those of you that travel, we all deal with it. You go on these trips. Wait, I got back. an issue. Okay. Oh. Let's have the issue. It's <laughs> my issue music? <laughs> Did you forget? No, I didn't forget, but I was going to give a little bit of a, oh, no. a little bit of a intro before. Forget that. The I got an issue. issue. <laughs> we'll get right to the issue. Get to my I'll issue. Give the intro. Afterwards. I have many issues, but my main issue is, and I want to ask y'all's question. We travel, and we have luggage, correct? Yes. Okay. Sometimes. Do you ever loan your luggage to other people? No. I uh, don't believe I ever have. What do you mean like that? Because obviously, I've exchanged luggage with my family members that I no longer live with, like my sister or my parents, but okay. like best friends, no. Okay, Kelvin, my dear husband of 27 years, Loving went husband, on a trip yes. and took my favorite suitcase, and it's really ticking me off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wrong? You can't it, part with your suitcase? No, because it'll come back and there'll be something wrong with it. Oh, it'll be damaged. Or... There'll be a damage or there'll be an odor that I can't identify or <laughs> something funky will have happened to my luggage. And I know this for a fact. And he took it anyway, and it's really ticking me off. And it just got me thinking, do other people, are they as protective of their luggage? I was willing to part with other pieces of my luggage, but the one he took was my newest one. I didn't want him to take it. And I will say in his defense, his luggage that he usually uses, I loaned out to someone else. <laughs> But I'm there's not, no one to blame but yourself. But I'm not loaning my luggage out. And I've had a rough week. I got, I'm got. i having to take care of his crap while he's gone. All of his plants. and The plants. Fire ants got me this morning. And a lizard was on my shirt when I walked back in the house. No, 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 no. Lizards are no. the worst. It was one of the big ones with the nope. the little waddle thing like I've got. Nope. Only bright orange. Oh, I can't. That's yeah. I just, how did you survive that? Yeah, and a that? toad dropped on my head. What? It's like a jungle. <laughs> I'm screaming in the backyard. And, okay, so I'm, like, watering things. And I was going to say something else, but water and stuff. And when the toad dropped on my head, it just I fell turned out the hose. Of the sky? It Were felt, well, under- there's, there's a 
a shelter where all his plants are. Oh. Okay? It's like a with a shade cloth. Does, does this stuff happen to him when he's no, watering the plants? No. But here's the dealio. So what, I, the dealio? The dealio. I've got the hose in my hand. And when the lizard dropped, the hose went incorrectly and flooded the back porch because I sh- shot it through the screen. <laughs> so the back porch is flooded with water now. So, and the quail will probably die before the week's over. But you have a quail? We have two little tiny quail in the backyard. Oh, okay. Wow. This is really dramatic. So he can never go on a trip again. I would not have survived the lizard, and you yeah. had a toad episode and. A lizard and fire ants. Fire ants and. Day two. And I got quails. four more days to go. Are so, you going to make it? No, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> I, or his plants won't make it. Or oh I'll have to pay goodness. Grace to do Oh, I could pay Grace to do it. Yeah, let the toads fall on her head. Okay. Um, back to the luggage thing. I <laughs> Thank have you. never. <laughs> Get used to it. Yeah. Okay. Go I ahead. have I have never loaned my luggage while I still currently use it as my luggage. Now there have been I have passed on luggage when I'm done with it. Like I will give it to my children right. when I don't use it anymore. But I've done that I before. I don't share too. it. I don't usually share. I don't share well. I've never thought mm. of sharing luggage. What about Kurt, you, get, you? You don't share what you currently have, right? What no, you currently use. You yeah. Whenever. Kylie, are you uh, what's that? You and Kylie, are you interchangeable with your luggage? Kind of. So uh, for me personally, like I have my main piece of luggage is a hard case suitcase that I put stickers on from everywhere I go. So I would never loan that one out to anyone right. because that's mine. And then uh, my next best piece of luggage is an expensive bag so then I, I probably wouldn't loan that out either but i would give it to kylie if we were going on the same trip together um right. where you could keep your eye on it yeah exactly but for the most part <laughs> I'd, i as much as i'm okay borrowing other people's stuff i do not like to return the favor see i'm kind of that way too i've had luggage return missing a wheel with a slash in the side reeking of odors and I just, and I know it's going to come back from Georgia probably full of I don't know why this has never occurred to me, but yeah. I guess people are possessive of their luggage because I don't think that I would loan mine out. Hashtag travel problems. I just, the faces in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't act like you've never done the hashtag. Oh, I do. Oh, you do it this way? I do it this way. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Hey. Um, God, okay. It's a different kind of show. Here, <laughs> I'm still stuck on Delio. Like, there's no way to prove that you're you're a, a mom of teenagers than saying words like Delio. Do kids oh. say that? Nobody no, says that. No, no one says it anymore. No, I oh. do. Well, I was. It, it was cool in my day. He missed the episode where we started saying on fleek. Yeah, and you know that's only eyebrows. Somebody told me we that. we got to stop saying that. No, I'm rebelling. Thing. I'm going to broaden the horizons of this phrase. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to luggage. So that is an issue. It's an issue for me. Are you going to be repeating this again, or is this like you're squashing it right now? There's going to be new policies. There will be no sharing of luggage. There'll be no sharing of the luggage. i got to get his luggage back first, though, when it comes back from Thailand. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> Wait, he's in Thailand right now? No, his luggage is in Thailand <laughs> with a friend. <laughs> he's in Georgia. Man, okay, so. luggage that travels the world. All right, anyway, <laughs> speaking of traveling the world, one of the problems that happens when you do is jet lag. Awesome segue. There. I know, I'm, I'm getting better at this awesome. as we go along here. Okay, so jet lag, we all deal with it, as I tried to say before. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, either switching time zones or even just... 
maybe not even switching time zones. Like we just got back from Boston this last weekend and I still was dealing with the... That was the flight time, I think, and the lack of sleep. Yes, yes. For that particular trip because I slept very little. The exhaustion of traveling. Yeah, it's tiring. It messes up your circadian rhythms. Your world, whatever. Wait, is that a word, circadian, or did you say biorhythm? I don't say either. I'm saying words that I don't uh, know what they mean. Um, okay. It's vocabulary. Like. <laughs> I make up my own words all the time, so I can't really That's true. answer. No judgment but, in this room. Yeah. Craig does not have a leg to stand on here. So um, anyway, we decided we should discuss that what are some things that you can do to help with jet lag. Some things that we do, some things that we've read about, some things that you all have submitted and contributed to us. We thought we'd go ahead and share yeah. all of that. Um. Probably the biggest thing was, and not only that um, I've done and read about and that people that submitted their contributions here also agreed with was don't go to sleep when you arrive at your destination until the time of the new area that you're in, even as hard as it is. Say your time zone has you go to sleep, you know, three hours before where you're going to stay up and go and bite the bullet and and get through it. Wait it out. Yep. Short nap if you have to, but not even too much of that because you don't want it to skew. You need to get used to the new time zone as soon as possible. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I really got my first experience with jet lag whenever I was in Central Europe this past year. I mean, going to California and stuff, we sometimes think like, oh gosh, we just added three extra hours on our day. It's so tough. Uh, whenever you take a red eye where you don't sleep all night and then you have to stay up the entire whole day, you can't even sit down and take a nap like that uh, because you won't get back up. You just have to right. push through it. So d- don't don't take the nap. Like don't you're do not that. driving or anything. Yeah, so, so that's what your strategy was to just push through and adjust to the new time zone that you were in every single time you switched. Oh, yeah, and you know, if, if you got to wake yourself up, drink lots of coffee, cold showers, do whatever you got to to stay awake, just... Never lay down. Stay up until it's bedtime. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. If I'm tired and I need to stay awake, you can't sit down. You just got to keep moving because, well, I've fallen asleep standing up, so it doesn't really matter, but (laughs) I can fall asleep in a few minutes if you want me to. Okay. Um, The next one was actually the flip side, and this has been a way that I, well, it depends on the situation, but this is the one that I have done very successfully. And that was if you're, if the trip is short enough and you're, or you're going to a time zone and your schedule, it doesn't matter so much. Just stick to the, your original time zone and function on that, um, that time frame. It would be hard if you're on the other side of the world though. Well, again, it depends. But like, for example, when we traveled with the company for D23, went to California, there's a couple hour time difference there. And I just stayed on the East Coast time zone, which meant I went to bed a lot earlier, but I was still able to, you know, get up at a decent hour to um, do what I, yeah. yeah, to function, to do what I needed to do. So, you know, I missed out. I wasn't out, you know, partying and socializing every night. I was in my bed sleeping, but it was an easier, it was just easier for me to function that way for the week that we were there. Um, and then when I came home, it was a little bit easier for me to, to slip back into that. I always have trouble coming back home. Going somewhere, I can power through the issues of not getting enough sleep or 
sleeping in the wrong time of day, but it's my traveling back home, and it doesn't matter if I'm coming, going east or west or if I'm coming back in time or forward in time. When I get back home, I struggle getting back in the groove of where I'm supposed to be every time. It yeah. doesn't matter every time. Yeah. Well, I do know that when I stuck to the original time zone for that particular trip, that one was probably an easy transition for me. But normally it is a lot like what you're saying where it's you get home and then it's all of a sudden you can't. It, it takes a while. You're disoriented. Yeah. Keep um, the camera on jail. I'm going to get up and get a mint. Oh, hi, everybody. We are now stalling for time. No, just keep talking. I'm right here. All right. Well, the next thing was, and this might sound kind of basic, but it's actually really difficult to do. <laughs> when you are traveling and that is to exercise and eat well obviously if you can take as well good care of yourself as possible you're going to have more energy and be able to do the things push through that you need to do um again the the tricky part to that is when you're traveling a lot of times that's the times where you just want to throw it all all out the window you don't want to stick to your exercising routine and you don't want to stick to your regular way of eating when you're well, you're out traveling. And and you don't want to. You want to eat the unusual and good things that you wouldn't normally get at home, right? So that's hard. That's very hard. You have but to be very disciplined to yeah, do that, that. That doesn't mean you have to eat bad stuff <laughs> constantly. I mean, no, I does. I'm very guilty of it. If it's in the South, even if I've been there a million times before, I, it's got to be lots of barbecue. You know, chicken and waffles, just awful stuff for me. But in terms of working out, uh, I. Actually, every time I try to go on vacation, I either walk more than I'm going to or I try to get into gyms and bring that habit back home with me then. Because if you can start a, a habit on a trip, then once you come home, it's so much easier to fall back into it in your normal life. Uh, but I've been unsuccessful. Wait, so that far. was my go question. Back. I was Wait, like, back. has that ever worked You were for in you, a Craig? gym one time? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I've been in gyms a lot of times. Working out? Uh, no, just mostly, you know, people watching. <laughs> Observing. So, giving a lot of motivational advice to others. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. You scared me there for a minute. Well, you know, obviously some people do it. That's why they have these, you know, fitness centers at pretty much every hotel that you go to now. Yeah. Jogging trails at a lot of places. Here's a tip from Bob something Kowski. It's a Bob, long name. Cool. Oh, wow. Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. Treadmill workout followed by a hot shower. It's actually good advice. It kind of keeps you awake, gives you a little spurt of energy, and I'm sure that it helps him to push through. I mean, the people that are able to stick to these exercising schedules when they're traveling, kudos to them. Like, I really and hope that do. I can be you like you guys. all the time on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They do. Up at 4 a.m., you know, getting the run in, and I'm going, wow. I know. Again, kudos to them. I, I hope that I can start to be more like that. Okay, the next one is sort of along the same lines and sounds really simple, but super uber important. Stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. When, I mean, just water. Yeah. If you're not drinking enough water without jet lag, you're going to you're going to be tired anyway. That's just a natural biological thing. So especially if you're dealing with jet lag and you're not getting enough fluid, um, it's going to hurt you. If you're able to keep hydrated, water, 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 it is going to really work in your favor. And we had quite a few people that um, gave that very tip as well on Facebook when we went to went to talk to you guys about it. Heather Lee Lane Sylvia was one of them. Stay hydrated, she wrote, with three exclamation points. So it's an important uh, important thing to incorporate there. And so easy. Yes, Just there's usually water, water everywhere. Yeah. 
Well, uh, see, I struggle with that because I don't like buying bottled water, but at the same time, I don't like carrying around like a hydro flask or anything. So I I always just end up getting dehydrated for it. But what do you do? You buy bottled water when you go places. Or I do buy you bottled do your... water. The minute I get before I get on the plane, I buy a bottle of water, mm-hmm. and that depending on how long the flight is, that bottle will be gone at the other end. Plus. I'll, I'll have a couple of cups of water on the plane too. Yeah, yeah. And when I get off the plane, that's you know, first I run to the bathroom because now I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, yes. But after <laughs> after that, I I drink I probably drink more water when I'm traveling than I do at home. Oh, that's good for you. Good for you. It becomes more of a struggle for me because I'm like Craig. I don't like buying the bottles of water. I do it, but I don't like doing it. Um, another thing is if you don't have access to bottled water and it's just tap water. I know sometimes I, I'm real picky about my water. I don't, you know, I just, there's certain waters you don't like how it tastes. I always get mine with lemon and I know some people have issues with getting lemon in their water, but lemon actually helps the flavor a little bit. It also has an, all right, we're going to get a little bit biomedical here. It has an alkalizing effect on your body, which is very, very healthy for you. And helps with energy, helps with detox, all those things. So something as simple as squeezing a lemon wedge in your water could help. Also, aside from water, and this stuff really kind of tastes nasty unless you're accustomed to it. But when we went to California, again, uh, for the 7 and 7 and then again for D23, I always get super dehydrated when I'm in oh, California. I know where you're going with this. I know yeah, where you're going. Yeah, it's just there's... I'm used to living in the humidity of Florida and we go over to California and it's not humid at all. And it's like, I can feel the moisture being sucked out of my body into the air. It's just, I just feel like I'm, well, it feels dramatic. I just feel like I'm drying up like a prune and, um, it's hard for me to drink enough water to get, to stay hydrated. What I found while I was over there was the miracle of coconut water. I knew you were going there. I know, and I know you I have friends it. that, well, the girl that works for me at the Welcome Center, Stania, it's a daily thing with her. Coconut water, coconut water, co- and I tried it. I, it's it, nasty. It's nasty. She loves it. It's nasty. You can, as with pretty much everything, you can acquire a taste for it. Can I substitute coconut cake? <laughs> I don't think it works the same way, Tess. <laughs> because... I can't stand coconut water. I'd just rather drink straight water. But I know it has many, it has lots of beneficial There is stuff to it to that it. I found when I was in California. Like I said, I was drinking bottled water and drinking bottled water. And it just, I didn't seem to be able to take in enough to get to a point where I felt hydrated. The coconut water did it every yeah. time. And it was, it's again, it's a little pricey. But if you're in a bind and you're needing to, you know, do something kind of drastic, Keep that in mind. Do Coconut water it? is the way to go, and it's becoming more mainstream. You'll find it in grocery stores now yeah, or at those little um, stores in the airports yeah, and because and people are finding this to be helpful. So other things, um, Daniel Fugo, eating or drinking cherries might help fight jet lag. Tart cherries contain melatonin, which then absorbed into the bloodstream influences your biological clock. I did not know this. I don't think I'm going to be, I don't know. I I love cherries. Once again, cherry pie. (laughs) That puts me to sleep. But I don't, and I thought it was the cherries, but obviously maybe it wasn't, maybe it's just the sugar. I don't know. (laughs) I would go with sugar on that one since the cherries are probably cooked and processed. Yeah, but how many cherries do you have to eat for it to actually make 
an impact on you. Like, do you have I'm to sit sure. there and eat a whole jar of cherries? Because a jar? You want them or, fresh? Uh, well, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Then you'd have to also, we'd need to figure Cherry out. Cherry pie filling. <laughs> what, what kind of cherries and what I'd form. be under the table. Literally. After I eat a piece of cherry pie, I am passed out. If I have trouble sleeping, give me a piece of cherry pie and I'm down. But how do you wake up the next morning? I don't wake up. Well, I'm that's drugged. The, that's a problem. So I'd skip on the cherry thing, but, you know, I don't know. You, I don't, but that if you like fresh cherries. You should look into it. I'd never heard that one before. That's awesome. Do you have anything else there? Let's see. Um, Don Carlson never gets jet lag. I don't know why he's telling us. I don't care. Um <laughs> Let's see. Who else we got? He's just bragging. He's just bragging. Oh, I've got one on my phone. Hang on, Paige. Sent me a holding, good one. Holding, holding, holding. Holding on. For jet lag, I usually sleep a lot the night before I leave, and I never seem to have a problem. Hawaii was the hardest to get used to, but sleeping a lot before the trip, using uh, melatonin and lavender oil made it easier. I always try to take a day of rest after getting back from the trip, too. Yeah, I sleep all day the day I get back from a trip. But that's what's called that's jet lag. Right. 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 I I did read about this. So she's talking about before you go on the trip, start to ease your, um, adjust your schedule adjust in your preparation. Schedule. Right. So don't wait till you're on the trip. Do it at home. And that way when you're traveling, it's not going to hit you as hard. I think well, it would be easy on short trips. But if you're traveling to the other side of the world like Craig did. Okay. So you left here what time? I left, well, I left Florida at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, got to JFK, had to sit for a couple hours at JFK and then do the red eye, leave it 8 o'clock. And then by the time we got into the Czech Republic, it was already 8 a.m. there. So, so you lost time, obviously, because um, they were ahead of us probably eight hours. Yeah, they were ahead of us. Six to eight hours, six, probably. Yeah, okay. I, something around that. So. so you lost time, but when you got there, were you tired? Oh yeah, because I didn't sleep on the plane at all. So okay, so it, you you left in the evening mm-hmm. and flew all night. Yes. And was, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the whole point of it is, you know, you're flying overnight, so that way, whenever you get there the next morning, you're well rested, uh, ready to go. And can you sleep uh, on a plane? I've seen you sleep on a plane. I can sleep on a plane. However, I did my whole strategy for sleeping on the plane was wrong, uh, especially for overseas flight. They give you dinner on the plane, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait up for dinner, and I'm gonna drink. Uh, I'm going to drink as much wine as possible, just really get everything oh, moving yeah. to, to fall asleep. And uh, the issue that I ran into then was after like three or four glasses of wine and I started getting a little tipsy and the meal still hadn't come there and we were already an hour and a half into the flight. Then I had I, I was wide awake. And so I started putting on movies and, and then we were sitting right next to the bathroom. So people were constantly oh, yeah. coming past us. And Did Kylie sleep? Oh yeah, she she could sleep and uh, if it was the end of the world, but <laughs> but you didn't. You were literally were awake all night. Yeah, no, I was awake except for maybe like an hour. Whenever I was able to close my eyes while everyone else was asleep and not using the bathroom too. Right, yeah. and they dim the lights when you fly at night. The lights are always you know suitable for sleeping. But I have trouble sleeping on a plane, even though I always fall asleep the minute the wheels go up. <laughs> but it's never good sleep. It's always no. worrisome because I know I'm bothering the people around me with my sleep. I know it bothers <laughs> them because I'm a, a, a loud sleeper. Oh, my goodness. You might be a loud sleeper, but I am a, um, a fidgety sleeper. So, I, I mean, I do fall asleep on the plane, but I start to get 
concerned about doing that because I will I I move and I do things in my sleep and I won't oh be, my I won't be aware if I'm with people you don't know no no I like I'm not gonna lay on somebody strangely but oh my, I've done that my legs are short and so they can't like it's very rare that I will sit in a chair normally with my my legs just you know bent over the edge of the chair because they kind of dangle they don't reach the ground and that's uncomfortable so I always tuck my legs up under on me. a plane sure how do you do that in that tiny little seat? Well, I'm a tinier person. Shut so, up. Shut well, up. well, here's the thing. Just call me fat. No, what I'm saying is, is when I'm sleeping, I'm not aware, like, if my feet that are tucked up under me become less tucked up under me and then start to invade somebody else's space. or Laying if, across. Or, yeah, or if, like, my elbow's in their somebody's arm lap. or yeah. something weird. So, and, and I, I do that. It's problems. So, I've got one that's out of the field and I didn't bring it up to you before but there are uh, also apps that are available to help really get you to adjust better Do with tell. jet lag uh, the main one that I've heard of before I even downloaded it and never got around to using it because I ended up not taking any trips where I needed it but it's called Entrain and it's developed by Entrain? Can you spell that, E-N-T-R-A-I-N Entrain uh, and it was developed at the University of Michigan and it's all the app is kind of, it schedules out for you, like, not just with your normal pattern how already, uh, but also, like, throws in this element of light and darkness. So, to get used to uh, dealing with jet lag, you might have to, like, go into a dark room for a while. And apparently, that just starts to work with your body like where detox. you get used to it. It's it's really nuts. Definitely, if it, it's a free app. So, download it, look around uh, at it, and... Start to play with Go it if you're doing something. Room. There's an app for everything. There yeah. it is. That's like on the um, one flight we took recently. I had an app, and I don't even remember the name of it. But it's it, they they're hypnotizing you to. And I was trying to do it so I I would sleep quieter on the plane. <laughs> and because I'm a I don't because I wake myself up on the plane, you know. Yeah. And so anyway. It's very, when you're listening to it, it calms, it's so calming. And then I tried it again um, when we got to our destination just to try to, you know, to acclimate to where I was. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think there's a thing about these apps. I think, you know, some of them work. And this one sounds interesting. I, that does. I would check that out. I will, I'll check it out. I'll, you know, I'll check it out. So. Um, the next time, the next thing we had, also very simple and pretty logical, but maybe a bit more tricky to do when you're on vacation is to keep your bedtime routine. I mean, do you have things that you do before you go to bed every night when you're at home? Like, do you take a shower? You have a cup of tea? You well, read some emails? Yeah, or... it would be hard. I have to take the cat with me. <laughs> but, yeah, you want to stick to your basic routine. If you can, you want to stick to your basic routine, whatever that means. Again, whether it's taking a shower sipping your drink um a tip for that is no tv or laptop or cell phone about 20 minutes before you're going to bed there's a scientific reason for it it has to do with the type of light well, that's all emitted of that shouldn't even be screens. in the bedroom to begin with well when you're on a when you're I on know, a trip these things are going to be with you but there's a certain light that's emitted from these devices that um actually stimulates you and makes it harder for you to go to sleep i do know that there is a filter that you can get a, some type of blue light filter that you can get for your cell phone or for your laptop so that um this type of light doesn't affect you during those you know hours when you're trying to go to sleep but i don't know a whole lot more about it this is the complete opposite for me though like if 
I am laying in bed and I turn off the TV saying, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. And if I read or anything, I can't fall asleep. And then as soon as as I turn the TV back on, it it doesn't matter if I'm watching something that like I'm really invested in or anything. I just, I pass out immediately. Yeah. Well, if you have the TV on a timer, I guess then you can turn, but then if the TV goes off, do you wake, does it wake you up? No, once once I'm asleep, I'm good. I don't need it to. I don't need that stimulation need to fall to back keep asleep. Him asleep. Yeah. I can't sleep with the uh, digital alarm clock staring at me. Yeah, I always have to like, turn it away from even at I home. I agree. That turn light it away like from shining me. in your. I just face don't because I if I wake up, what happens is I wake up repeatedly during the night, whether I'm traveling or not, and I always look at the. I don't want to look at the clock because I know I've only been asleep for ten minutes, and I. Or I only have 10 minutes left, and then mm-hmm. I panic and try to get back to sleep for that extra 10 minutes. But George Gensler says, when I travel to Asia and Europe, because she's a world traveler, I make sure I arrive at night so I can go right to bed after traveling all day. And then I get up for a normal day, my first real day there. Domestically, if it's a long trip, I try to get on the local time zone as local time as soon as possible. If it's a short trip, like a long weekend... Then I stay as close to my own time zone schedule as possible. So that's good advice. Yeah, that's a good strategy, I think. That is a good strategy. Get there at night and then just go to bed. Whether it's your nighttime or not, just go to bed. And make it work. Leave the TV on if you have to, Craig. Sometimes it is. I, I, I sometimes fall asleep or can fall asleep with the TV on, but it has to go off. Otherwise, oh, you're, you're a stickler with turning the TV off. Yes, because otherwise it'll wake me up in the middle of the night. Do you ever have this problem where it's like there's a shootout on the TV or some woman's crying because she's in the middle of childbirth and then you're like, whoa, and you wake up all startled. And No, no. That, usually, no. that usually melds into my dreams. <laughs> so I'm thinking, you know, I think <laughs> I'm dreaming kind of this like- stuff and it's really on TV. <laughs> I will say that, though, that it, your dreams do have a lot of effect of what you just finished watching on TV yeah. or what is on in the background. Because if I leave it on, like, uh, an action movie or something, it always inevitably results in, like, a, a, a murder dream. Not yeah. me murdering people, but me being murdered. Yeah. I had the most hideous Donald Trump, Donald Trump dream because it was the last thing <laughs> oh. I saw before I went... But he was. It was horrible. It was like a nightmare. It was like Donald Trump and you Friday get? the Thirteenth. Well, oh. you got a Donald Trump haircut or something. Yeah, it was or? horrible. You got to go into it now. I know. No, like, no I won't. I won't. Oh, this is, today, you, yeah. this is the thing she decides to not <laughs> no. share with us. But the other night, I could because Kelvin's out of town. I couldn't get to sleep, and I woke up, and there was a shadow on my bedroom wall. Well, I thought it was a shadow, and I thought it was someone outside my window. It looked like the shape of okay. It looked like oh Darth Vader. Gosh. It looked How like did Darth you Vader. Sleep after that, and I'm thinking. Uh, so I turned away because it didn't move. I said, "Well, it can't be Darth Vader because why would he be standing outside my window?" And then I looked. Like an hour later, I woke up and he was still standing there. And I'm thinking, "What the heck is in my yard casting this shadow?" Well, come to find out, in the morning, it was not. It was clothing hanging in a doorway oh. on that wall. That was, oh my god! Anyway, I would have gotten no sleep but, at all. But I can't. When I'm traveling, like if I'm going somewhere, the first night in the hotel, I have to have, it has to be dark, and I have to get, I'll get an enormous amount of sleep that night. 
versus every other night within my trip, I'll probably get less sleep because that, of things we're doing. That is actually a tip that's recommended by airline stewardesses that are jumping in between time zones all the time. Um, my stepmom was an airline stewardess. And yeah, one of those things is keep it dark until you're ready to wake up. Yeah. So close those curtains, those blackout drapes yeah. or whatever it is, even to the point where, um, you know how in the... Um, the closets, they have those hangers with the clips for mm-hmm. like slacks. Take one of those puppies out and clip those curtains shut to close up the few little um, spaces cracks, in between yeah. the cracks where the light filters in. Um, that will definitely help you stay asleep rather than, you know, if you Yeah, got, if you can't see anything. If you got you know, windows open and that, yeah. that the sun's, sun's going to come gonna, in. Yeah, it's, you're not going to. It's going to be really hard to stay asleep if you're you're needing to catch up on sleep. Yeah, and if you really want to help with your jet lag and help stay asleep, uh, also, if you're you're going in a direction that's really going to make you uh, lose some sleep and you're losing a lot. No, no drugs. Okay. (laughs) Drugs. Um, (laughs) No, choose an actual good hotel if you really are concerned about it because uh, there's nothing worse than getting to a hotel and having awful jet lag, and then the beds are completely uncomfortable, right. and it's it, it, nothing's People checking working in up. at weird times of day with someone they don't know. Yeah, you want a good hotel. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what though? That's it's happened to me going to California I before, know. where I show up and the hotel is absolutely awful, and yeah. you just you can't sleep. You don't want to sleep. You you want to. St- somehow seal the hole under the the right door of the room where the roaches can climb oh. through and wow they didn't but there would be no sleeping if i felt that roaches were going to be crawling into my room oh, okay um <laughs> going back to what you were saying about the tv that's another that's another um thing that it, i guess it might fall under this category sleep aids things like white noise machines mm-hmm. earplugs eye masks um, in Craig's case, it would be the TV lulling him into his state of slumber. Do you use any of these things? I don't. Um, if I, I usually have no trouble sleeping on a trip. I have trouble staying awake when I'm. I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not like passing out at random times while sitting in a car. Or anything. That would be me. And so you don't suffer from narcolepsy? I, well, maybe. I, Maybe I do, <laughs> but I don't use any of those days. Now my husband, he has a mask and he does use earplugs. Okay, but his reason is because he sleeps during the day, because he works at night. But yeah, let me show you the picture sometime of him and his mask. It's got like big bunny eyes and lashes on it. It's Stella's <laughs> mask. But anyway, um, no, I don't use any of that. I do sometimes fall asleep um, listening to music on my phone. Just. You know, oldies, something just, and that'll put me out pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's the, my biggest issue is getting, like I said, getting through the trip without having total and complete exhaustion. Because by the end of the trip, and it doesn't matter if it's a two day trip or at two weeks, towards the end, I'm just whipped and yeah. I don't, I don't want to. I just want to get home. Yeah. Sleep aids are kind of scary, too, if you think about it. I mean, obviously not the masks. Those are about the easiest ones. But with earplugs, I I used to use them for studying in college. And, you know, if depending on your gaping ear size and all that, there's a chance that, like, you could sleep through your alarms if oh, yeah. you don't have some. And that scares me, sleeping through alarm or using uh, 
using <laughs> sleeping pills and then you know oh that scares the death out of don't me. waking up and uh, yeah. so I it it scares me to use any of those yeah because I'm scared I won't wake up I don't think I could use earplugs because I mean like I don't even like wearing earbuds for whatever yeah. reason putting things in my ears hurt. I don't know. And then to sleep that way, it would be just kind of weird. It just, it hurts. Like at some point, my ears just start to feel sore. But I'm with you, Craig. I I don't want to use like a sleeping pill or, because I have, I have to have three or four alarms to wake me up anyway, yeah. to, to work me, you know, at 15 minute or 30 minute intervals. I do to 10. To kind of gradually bring do you, you up. With yeah. the final one being the time I really need to get up. Exactly. And yeah. then... But if you don't set all those other ones, then that's, you can't pre-wake yourself up right. for the actual wake-up Oh, alarm. my God. We are the same person. Okay. I do have to have the pre-waking time. I mean, you've roomed with me. Have you heard? Mm-hmm. Do you hear the alarms going off? I think I usually hear the first one that you don't get up to. And then at that point, I mentally shut down my brain and I don't hear the other ones. Okay. No, I have to have multiple alarms to get me to the final. And it just really ticks Kelvin off because he... Go, wakes up 10 minutes before his alarm gets up, goes off and then he's up and oh, wow. wow that's just stupid I why would you get up before the alarm went off i don't set my alarms because i have you there to go jenny Lynn, get up right now <laughs> so mean i don't do that <laughs> you just did it this last week no i didn't i woke up like oh okay we've got to go well we were supposed to leave in 15 minutes and you were still sprawled out on the bed i know i was fully clothed out. from the night before because <laughs> i was so freaking tired i knew i wasn't gonna wake up so i slept in my clothes anyway okay that's anyway. a whole nother episode <clears throat> you got a question craig no i'm just just taking it all in it's <laughs> <laughs> the way we roll yep so no i I have to have all the alarms, especially when I'm traveling, because if I am tired from jet lag, I've got to have something to wake me up because I can't count on anybody else to do it. Yeah. It's got to be. Because it's not going to be me. No. It's not going to be anybody. So. <laughs> all right. You anyway. guys talked about not using sleep aids like um, stuff that, you know, druggy stuff that makes you fall asleep. There are some natural supplements and such that help you fall asleep. One of them that's pretty well known, and I think somebody mentioned it before, is melatonin. Mm -hmm. There's not supposed to be any groggy side effects. Uh, If you take it after dark on the day of your travel and for the next few days, it should help you regulate that cycle as far as, you know, getting to sleep and waking up and so on and so forth. I actually have used melatonin. Um, And there are not... In what form? Pill. It's a tablet. You can take them in tablets, and there's different, you know, doses, dosages. You need to find out ahead of time what your dosage actually is, and that's different for different people. Some people need a very, very small dosage. Other people need more of a bigger dosage. And I'm not trying to give out medical advice here, people, so be responsible, you know, with what we're saying. But Exactly. Start with the highest mm, dose possible right. and then work your way down. <laughs> add, add a little nightshade. To help okay. Actually, you start with the smallest because while you don't have... Yes, I understand you made a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Jeez. Um, oh Go ahead. We're listening. Okay. So you smart with a small dosage because while, like, I've never had groggy side effects from it, it does bring about some pretty wicked dreams sometimes. I mean, like... Like you're tripping? Yeah. Like, you have some really vivid, Where do you get this dreams. stuff at? You can uh, get, you get it, it anywhere. Any, any right. grocery yeah. store. Health store, grocery store, Whole Foods. Um, I'm looking right now, and uh, you can get 
sell them at Target for like a hundred tablets, six dollars. Uh, What's it say? Depending it's used on for? it, um, it's uh, your body produces yeah. it naturally, right? To help you fall asleep. So I have too much of that probably then in my body. I don't know because I, I just fall asleep all the time. Maybe I don't know. Obviously, you don't need melatonin if you're falling asleep all the time. But for people who their biorhythms are off. This is one way to help you kind of like go to sleep when you need to go to sleep. Um, and it's, it's natural. Your body makes it. It'll just help you adjust when it makes it. Um, but it does. It brings about some really crazy dreams at first while your body's getting used to it. <clears throat> After you've used it for a little while, you don't have that effect anymore. You need more and more to, for your, to get your fix to go to sleep. No, you just don't have bad dreams. That's the way that most drugs work. You just don't have bad dreams. But you can have some really crazy dreams. Uh, here's an... Okay, this might be why I had that weird dream last night. We went on this trip, and I actually didn't bring my uh, supplement with me. When we came back, I restarted my my bedtime thing, which has a little bit of bedtime thing. Yeah, I have um, I have certain supplements that I take. Okay, your bed. bedtime drugs. Okay, yeah, and um, the one that I do have does have melatonin in it. And then I had this crazy, crazy dream last night. It was weird. It was really, really weird. There was like purple pythons in the SUV I needed to escape this house that was collapsing down around me. It was pretty vivid. It was weird. So <clears throat> anyway, Melatonin. I had a dream like that once time, but it, I had taken something else. It wasn't. Yeah, that's talking about. <laughs> it's definitely acid. It was something else, yeah. yeah. Some little thing I someone gave me, I put on my, okay, never mind. <laughs> Maybe okay. that was it. Maybe it was my body having to readjust to go Listen to this. Okay, Michelle Levine. This may be a bit difficult, but whenever breakfast time is in the location you're going to, fast for 18 hours before that. That puts your body onto the new time schedule because it will think that is the first meal is your first meal is breakfast, and your biological clock will reset. That's interesting. I could, 18 hours. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I could see how it would work. I guess it would depend on how badly you want to you know, adjust. I feel like this one's mostly mental and not, not really 18 hours, 18 hours without breakfast food no, or 18 hours without any food, any food. She's talking about readjusting your, your metabolic timing, which has a lot to do with your sleep cycles. I don't, I mean, I haven't done any research on it, but you could, you couldn't get me off the plane if I hadn't eaten in 18 hours. Makes sense to me. I'd be all shaky and I get tired if I don't yeah. eat after a certain period of time. I need the food to reinvigorate my body. Right. If you eat too much, then, yeah, you go back to sleep, and it's dangerous. 18 but, uh, hours. Wow, Michelle. <laughs> the face is She's crazy. Scary. I don't know how I couldn't do that. Yeah. Okay, here's something that I do. Oh, and I and kind aside of, from your drugs? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mentioned this a second ago when we were talking. Once and, and this is also recommended by airline stewardesses. Once you are asleep, don't get up for any reason. So don't look at the clock. Don't investigate the noise you heard in the hallway. Actually, absolutely be disciplined to stay in your bed you with your eyes potty? closed. There's sometimes where I won't even get up to go to the bathroom. It depends on how bad you have to go to the bathroom. But that because once I know that once I get up, I'm up. Oh no! See, I. I go right back to sleep. Yeah. Well, then maybe that doesn't apply for you. But for me, like... Special sleeping But disease. I think that's maybe... Maybe that's why I tune out your 10 alarms. Like, I hear the first one, I kind of startle a little, little bit and go, nope, nope, it's not my time to get up. It's her time to get up. And I go back to sleep, but I don't hear the rest of it. 
And do you know why it's my time to get up and not hers? Because she makes me get down in the bathroom first <laughs> so true. she can sleep longer. It's true. You're really great about that. That's wrong. In turn, I always give you the better sleeping situation. You always get the better bed. What, do you test these beds before I get them there? What? For example, when we're on the cruises, I will take the pull-out couch. Well, that's bed. just a given. Well, You're not giving it to me. I'm taking it. <laughs> well, you get the better bed, and I get the later bathroom time. Okay. Well, in a hotel room, which bed do you prefer? Do you prefer the wall one or the, the window, window one? Okay, I'm the same way. Yeah. I like to be able to, even though I end up closing the curtains and stuff, yes. I like the idea of knowing that if I slept with them open, then I could just sit could out there and yeah. watch. And That's exactly right. I, yeah, I get the window. She gets first pick. Well, I, do you want the window one? No, it's fine. I get the later bathroom time. It's a good situation. Good Lord. All right. Okay. Next one, meditation or prayer for some people. This has a very calming effect and helps them settle down to get ready to go to sleep. Um, and then Craig mentioned another, another tip that was given, alcohol, <laughs> because that puts you right out. Correct? This uh, is what your, yeah, what is what your the, plan was? What if it's the flip and you need to be awake? Or if you get to your destination. Well, then you wouldn't drink the alcohol at that time. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying that is my issue is when I get to the destination, I don't have trouble s- sleeping. I have trouble staying awake and, you know, on the other end of wherever the trip is. So, so I need to push through and stay hydrated and all those other things that we talked about for staying awake. Okay. Uh, for the people that have trouble falling asleep. Sometimes a drink actually will, and I don't want to sound like an alcoholic with this, but sometimes a drink will help invigorate me and help keep me staying awake, uh, especially if it's a work trip. Um, yeah. Courtesy of Corey, most of the time, <laughs> pushing that along. But I guess you special. have to know your own body and how you respond yeah. to certain yeah. things because some things can be stimulants stimulants for one person but yeah. then uh uh the opposite of that i'm i've got a, a depressant retrieval. thank you i've got well, word retrieval know. problems right now i know okay so stanya my my girl is now in thailand and with with kelvin's luggage with kelvin's <laughs> luggage in my flatty okay so it takes her she left on a monday morning and we talked about jet lag she left on a monday morning from orlando and arrived in bangkok on a tuesday night so she lost a lot of, she lost a day and she was making it a four and a half week trip because it it takes her so long to acclimate to the the other side of the world's time and all of that that she has to take a couple of days to just do nothing do nothing but just chill out in your resort or hotel or home or wherever you are and and just try to get on their time but she said it takes her usually two full days to do that yeah I could, because it's such a long i think trip. it would take me even longer craig how long did it take you to adjust when you went to bucharest uh i had bucharest whatever it was budapest. Budapest. <laughs> i still didn't go there um <laughs> where did you go i went to prague first bucharest. Uh, the Czech bucharest yeah like bucharest. Good old Czech. Go when you went to yemen you know, Ye- Yemen, <laughs> Yemen, like Chandler Bing. She went yes. to the Yemen. I'm going to Yemen. <laughs> um, actually, this this is something that I know that Pete and John and Kevin all invest in getting to their destinations overseas a couple days early, so that way they can yeah. uh, just really take some time to uh, get onto their own schedules. Um, and 
I absolutely would have loved to have done the same. So that way, that first day, I could have really kicked it. But like for me, we didn't have an option. Uh, they our hotel we were staying at didn't have any availability the day before, so we had to come in the and day that the our ground. trip was started, hit yeah. the ground running, and moving. And honestly. After the first night, you know, we we crashed early on the first night, went to bed at like nine o'clock, which is not normal for us at all ever. Um, But then again, on the on like ABD trips like that, you're waking up at six o'clock in the morning to get ready to go at seven and hit the day running. So, uh, yeah, it's I adjusted after one day, but. I would love, love, love to have more days to uh, rest just and relax chill. anywhere. Just yeah. even oh, yeah. whenever I go to California or right. whenever I travel up to Pennsylvania in the same time zone. Right. You need it. Just give me an extra day to get, you know, get on Pittsburgh time. <laughs> Pittsburgh time. We have special time. We have special time. It's Pittsburgh people. Yeah. Go get a Primadian. Well, do we have anybody else in. that said anything um, interesting? Let's see. Barbara Rush, I always travel a little sleep-deprived, and then my first night there or home, I'm tired enough to sleep hard, and that usually does the trick. So she's sleep-deprived. This one's depriving herself of food. If you add those two together. It's a lot of deprivation before you travel, and then you're good to go. <laughs> well, usually before I travel, the night before, I am. I don't sleep. I don't either. I'm usually last-minute packing. Trying to get the, if I'm not traveling with the family, try to get everything they need in order, try to get my house in order, because nothing worse than coming home to a nasty house. You know, it's mm-hmm. got to be in order when I leave. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Let's see. Annette Smith says, whenever I would travel to England, I would make myself stay up and go to sleep at a normal time there, no naps at all, and then go to bed by 10 p.m. or so in the current time zone. So she also. She's prepping before. She's she prepping as before. Well. That seems like a, a common thing. People yeah. are, are you can't just jump into it. And so my last minute trip I've got planned, you know, for tomorrow to jet over to Paris. I, I'm SOL because I haven't pre- prepped for it. Right. Yeah. So there's a few more things that. Um, well, we've talked about adjusting your sleep pattern ahead of time. That was something that was also recommended. And then there's a few other little tiny. Tricks. What's I don't that? know if anybody ever does this. Lavender oil. I guess that's like an essential oil. And they well, put a few drops on your pillow. It's a yeah. mild sedative. This, just the aroma kind of relaxes uh, you. I've, put you uh, lavender mist. You can get a lavender mist and spray. It's supposed to be very restful. Mm-hmm. Or taking a, a bath in lavender um, bubbles or, mm-hmm. you know. That's always very restful. And the other one, I have no experience yeah, pronounce with that this, one. whatever. Pronounce yeah. it. Go ahead. Because I'm doing so well with pronouncing my words today. Go ahead. Pycanogenol. P-Y-C-N-O-G-E-N-O-L. It's a dietary supplement made from the extract of French pine tree bark. There was a study conducted in Italy, and the subjects that used it had substantially fewer symptoms of jet lag, including insomnia, fatigue, and mental slowness. You should have say peyote. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) I have no experience with this whatsoever, but it was something that, you know, I found as a recommended tip. Well, I just went on their website and Dr. Oz is endorsing it to help look younger. So it's got to be good. Age defying effects and you fight jet lag. People, this is the tip that we should have latched onto from the beginning. You just made that up. No, Dr. Oz is right on it. Here, look, um, I... Never like doing this, but here we go. It's Dr. Oz right there. <laughs> here he is. He's endorsing it. 
Wow. It's going to make me look younger? Guess what Teresa's packing for every right? day we go on from now on. Jet lag, insomnia, fatigue, and mental—oh, mental slowness. And mental slowness. Okay, well, that's I a, need this. That's a symptom of jet lag. It's going to improve my my look and my mental slowness. That'll <laughs> make my family happy. And fatigue. I'm on it. Okay, the last the last one is actually a really good trip uh, tip for me. Works every time. Oh, what is it? Get in the sun. Like, if you're going somewhere that's sunny, spend the day in the sun, because then by the end of the day, being in the sun is going to have that um, natural effect on your body. You're, you're going to go out like a lamp in the night. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work what? for everyone. It works for me all the time, because the sun helps produce that Help melatonin readjust. in your skin. Right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, no, it's called it, age spots. It, I totally am on board with it. Yeah, if you stay all day out in the sun, you're going to crash hard. But someone like me, it's just impossible because I'm pale and... I'm telling you, I'll be like going to the... Yeah, I can't do that. You don't have to be... I avoid uh, the sun. I'm the big hat person. You don't have to be a crisp, you know, potato by the end of the day. Yeah, but if you're in the sun all day... We just have to spend some time in the sun, and it'll help you produce enough, your body to produce enough melatonin that you're ready to go by the end of the day. Drink milk. It's the same thing. Craig. Vitamin D. Milk and being in the sun are the exact same thing. (laughs) I didn't realize that that milk would give you uh, skin cancer if you uh, drink too much of it. I'd say I avoid the sun at all costs. That's not true, though. Even when we were in Boston, we spent... But I tried. A really I didn't. Good day. I, did you see me running for the shade and, and hitting cover like? I don't a, think that really matters. Like I a vampire. Like I mean, I was like being outside. I don't think you have to be like not in the shade, but outside, sunny day. You okay, I can be effect. outside. But I just don't. I'm not in the sun because I'm. You know, I'm like a giant. All right. Well, you just stick with phycanogenol, and we'll be good. <laughs> I'll be in the sun. You bring phycanogenol, and we've got this jet lag thing taken care of. No problems whatsoever. Good lord. Did anybody else have anything to add here? Craig, what right do you think of end? your first day with us here? I d- hope we can continue on bringing Doctor Oz into this show a little more. <laughs> One of my personal heroes. We could bring him on the show, just in a little flatty. <laughs> like on a little You're stick. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz says. Please tell us about <laughs> lavender oil what and drug should we use today? By the way, whenever we did redo the studio, something happened with your uh, your happy and sad <gasps> face spoons. Oh, my gosh. The spatula people? I don't know where they are. They're in a box somewhere, but that should have been in housekeeping at the front. We will find them and redeem them. We have to find our spatula. Well, I people. won't sleep tonight. <laughs> I mean, no sleep, <laughs> no sleeping tonight. tonight until I find out what happened to the spatula people. And their hair was so precarious on their face. We it's need to fix their hair. They they needed a makeover as well. Well, well, we'll Craig, thank you for telling us. I, I mean, I hated to be the bearer of bad news in this situation, but eventually, you're going to do another dining review and. We need to go on the hunt. Be there. No, we need to find them. No, Craig, that's our producer. We're sending out rescue search We're sending teams. out the producer to find them. That's his job. <laughs> okay. Well, Paragraph six, page three. Oh, okay. I'll go read that again. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for uh, sticking through all of that craziness. We'll be back next week again with more craziness as we give you a dining review 
with Spatula People for Cafe Tutu Tango. You're going to not want to miss that. So with that, we're going to say trip out. Bye.